You're listening to episode 11 of the Loved and Made Worthy podcast. My name is Erica, your host and fellow child of God. If you're ready to embrace your God-given purpose and let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, and overachieving, you're in the right place. Today, I want to tell you the story of this podcast and how God gently nudged me into saying yes. But before we do that, I want to read a few of the reviews that listeners have left because I love hearing from you and how God is using this in your life. The first one says, amazing and encouraging. Love this podcast. Erica speaks truth for the word and from her heart and offers a unique perspective on the otherwise less pondered things that really do have an impact on our view of who God is and his will for us. Thank you. No, thank you because that's exactly what I set out to do. Discuss the less pondered things that affect our identity because that is the root of everything. I'm so grateful to know that that's coming through. The next one reads, loved and worthy. Being loved and being made to feel worthy enough is a huge problem in today's world. Thank you for embracing the truth about people-pleasing. Striving without God is a trap from the devil. Striving without God is 100% a trap from the devil. Let's see, I'll read one more. It says, so relatable. I couldn't agree with you more, Erica. I've watched so many years trying to be perfect and worried I wouldn't be accepted for who I am. Can't wait to hear more. I'm right there with you, friend. So many years, but the beautiful thing is that God doesn't waste anything, so we get to move forward knowing that. To be honest, when I committed to doing this, I was terrified of what others might think. Of the content, the setup, the audacity to think that I had something to say that anyone else would want to hear. What would they say about my beliefs? about my voice, but I knew that this was what I needed to do to be obedient, so I did it anyway. When the reviews come in and I read them, they seriously are like little gifts of reassurance from God that saying yes to him is always a good idea, that he's with me in this. So whether it's this podcast or any other you might listen to, the absolute best way you can support someone is to leave them a review. That's how they're able to get found and grow and spread the message that they're sharing. It lets them know that you're not just speaking into the abyss, but to actual humans who care and relate. So that's my question for today. If you found something in Loved and Made Worthy that blessed you, would you consider leaving a review? Because it can make all the difference. I've been asked more than once what led me to start a podcast. My answer is usually along the lines of, oh, I just felt like that's what God was calling me to do, which is super vague, I know, but the whole explanation is just a little long, and I'm not sure people are looking to invest that much time into knowing the answer, but recently someone phrased the question in a different way. They said, why did you want to start a podcast? I think my answer caught them off guard. I laughed and said, well, to be honest, I didn't. And it's the truth. I didn't want to do this. I didn't know how. I didn't want to invest the time each week. I have this scratchy voice. What would I even say? And probably no one would care to listen anyway. Obviously, there's lots to dig into there, but let me take you back to the beginning. I'm still discovering how all of the pieces of the puzzle fit together, but when I contemplate the last several years of my life, I can see God's hand in everything preparing me to take on this mission. I've always had a distorted sense of self. Weak, I suppose, might be the better word. Even as a kid, I was so timid and so unsure of myself that I looked to the people around me to define who I was. 
As I grew into a teenager, I chalked this up to anxiety. As an adult, it was justified as people-pleasing. But now I'm able to see it clearly in the bright light of God's truth. I was placing my identity into the hands of people and things, and because those things are not God, they change, which means there was never any stability in who I saw myself to be. It felt flimsy and temporary, and the uncertainty of it led to a lot of fear. Like for the majority of the population around the globe, 2020 and the pandemic gave me the time and space to analyze my life. This was the first time I had realized how God had been pursuing me so that I could establish my identity in Him and only Him and let the rest of it go. So I said yes, and we dove in. I opened my Bible and studied with new eyes, and instead of asking myself the question, who am I? I asked God, who do you say I am? Fast forward to 2021. At this point, I have such a different perspective on life and my identity that I feel like an entirely different person. So transformed that I almost feel the need to reintroduce myself to people. And in that transformation, I felt compelled to share what God was teaching me and all that I had learned about identity. It felt revolutionary. So I decided to start a Facebook group for women, a place where we could share what God was doing in our lives, what we're learning about the Bible and history, and just to be a community with like minds on a journey with the same goal. I started posting videos, genuine, honest, transparent videos about my journey and what God was teaching me in hopes that someone would be encouraged and seek out God's identity for us. I knew I couldn't be the only one that had struggled with knowing who I was. The feedback from those videos that I had posted and that group was overwhelmingly positive. Not only were people relating, but they were learning too. More than once, someone said, I've heard great things about the messages you share on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook. You should start a podcast. And the first couple of times I heard it, I would laugh and say, oh, I don't know about that. While in the back of my mind going, no, thank you. That's not for me. Well, we all know how that turned out. But when I heard it again, hey, you should start a podcast, I started to wonder, wait, should I start a podcast? I took it a little more seriously then and went to God and just asked, wait, is this from you? It was, 100%. I analyzed it, looked at the fruit it could produce, the mission. I mean, of course it was from God. But I let a lot of fear get in the way of seeing that clearly. I probably sounded a lot like Moses, giving God all the excuses of why he couldn't do what God was asking of him. Over the next year, the idea of starting a podcast was always hanging around. Sometimes I played with it and would even go so far as to make plans, but fear always won out and those ideas were placed on a shelf, left to gather dust and die. And at some point along the way, I started to feel the effects of letting this idea rot, but I didn't know it. It was like I was stuck, unable to move forward because I wasn't sure where to go. This feeling carried on for a couple of months, and then in a video, I heard someone say, if you're feeling stuck, go back to the last thing God asked you to do that you didn't. My mind immediately snapped to the podcast. Was placing it on the shelf an act of disobedience? As much as I'd love to say that I sprang into action and got right to work on the podcast, that's not what happened. The fear that I had felt before came rushing back because now I knew this wasn't just an idea, but something that was actually going to come to pass. Something that people all over the world would have access to. And if you've spent any time at all online, you know that trolls are very real and very destructive. I was terrified. But in the weeks that followed, God was so gentle with his reminders that he loves me and is always with me. 
that not only was this podcast something that I could do, but it was something that he could work through. One night before bed, I opened up my Bible to begin my study of Jeremiah. I read chapter 1, which is an account of God calling Jeremiah to prophesy for him. Jeremiah tells him that he couldn't possibly, that he doesn't know how to speak because he's too young. And God replies in verses 7 and 8 and says, Do not say, I am only a youth, for to all to whom I send you, you shall go and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Of course, this had my ears perked up and spoke directly into my fears of speaking into a microphone, but it was verse 17 that really got me. It says, get yourself ready, stand up and say to them, whatever I command you, do not be terrified by them or I will terrify you before them. And right there in my bed, I laughed out loud and said, okay, God, I hear you. Let's do this. The next day, I brain-dumped about 20 pages of thoughts into my keyboard and recorded my first three episodes a week later. In the time since, I so clearly see that this podcast is a gift from God, and I am so grateful to you, wherever you are, for being a part of it. It's funny, though, because God is still revealing to me little things here and there that show me how intimately he's been involved in my life and this process since before it was even an idea. The other day, I was getting ready for bed, and I was thinking about my master's degree. I was halfway finished with it when COVID hit. I finished that spring semester, and because I was reevaluating every professional decision I had ever made, I took a break from classes. My goal had always been to go on and get my doctorate and then teach at the post-secondary level, so I was pursuing a thesis track and was planning to begin my research the following semester. And there, in the middle of washing the makeup from my face... God reminded me that the research topic I had chosen a year earlier was on the identity development of adolescents. I had totally forgotten. I paused for a moment, water dripping down from my face, and stared into my own eyes, the eyes of someone God loves so much, and was reminded that he's known and seen me all along. If I know anything for certain, it's that God is more present than we can comprehend and that there is always more to uncover in my identity as his child. This podcast is a result of his gentle nudging, and I'm just so glad that I said yes, which makes me wonder, what is your next yes with God? Thanks for listening to episode 11, the story of the Loved and Made Worthy podcast. I hope something in this blessed you today and spurs you on to partner with God in the next step of your faith journey. As always, before you go, I want to remind you of three things. You were seen, you were loved, and you were made worthy in Jesus.